0: Set? Yep. Man. Uh, Behind the curtain, we're like batching all of these. And I'm all thrown off right now by doing this intro four times in a row and stuff. (laughs) This is the Restoring Human Podcast. We like food. We like food. I'm Jarek. This is Alex. Where we're going right now. Breaking down what... Dang, it's really what like what the heck is food? What's it comprised of? At a macronutrient level, um, and a little bit of how that like how our body treats that stuff. So <clears throat> at its core, there's three macronutrients fat, protein, carbohydrates what do those three things do and what are they?
1: So it is the the macro part of it. Or what that just means is that we need more <coughs> fat, protein, and some would say carbohydrates um, more so than we need like micronutrients. So like vitamin A, vitamin <coughs> B, A, vitamin D, those are all micronutrients, vitamins and minerals. Um, so that's the whole macro part, bigger, we need more of them. We need a balance. Everybody would agree with that, that there's a balance that that is required um, in order for our bodies to um, be healthy. Meaning you need all of them, you can't survive on just one. can't just survive on just one, absolutely. Um, But there are essential fatty acids, so that means part of the fat macronutrient, they're what are called essential, meaning that our body cannot make them. So we take these nutrients in and we use them um, for certain functions of our body. So our bodies can't make these essential fatty acids. So we, we need those from our diet. There are also essential amino acids, meaning we can't make these, we can't manufacture these um amino acids in our body. So therefore we need them in our diet. There is no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. Basically, what that means is carbohydrates break down to what we know as glucose, which is a form um, of sugar that our bodies use, put into our energy pathways to be able to make something called ATP. So that's really the only reason to eat sugar is because we need energy. Um, Our bodies can make glucose on their own from proteins, from fat. So we don't need carbohydrates. Now, the whole protein, carb, fat thing that came... um, from nutritionists that came from um, even like chefs labeling these things. That's not, I mean, food is food, right? A piece Mm -hmm. of meat is a piece of meat. Some dairy is dairy. An apple is an apple. Um, It's going to be made up of macronutrients and micronutrients. So it's not like we can just say, stop eating carbohydrates because there's things that are in carbohydrates that are also important for us. That's where we do get the food that has carbohydrate, and it also is where we would get micronutrients like vitamins and minerals, mm-hmm. um, as well as um, fiber, is another um, thing that our bodies need. Specifically, not necessarily our bodies, but things that are inside of our bodies. Bacteria also need those things. um So, I don't know if I answered your question, but I just threw a lot out there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh let's let's tackle each one individually. so let's let's go with protein first. Mm-hmm. What is protein how like why do we need it because we, we kind of established... well actually you actually said we don't need carbohydrates, but anyway, we said we need can't survive with just one thing. So what is it about protein that we need and what like what foods? contain protein?
1: (coughs) Yeah. So (coughs) really our bodies are made out of protein. Um, so cells. Yeah. So, well, um, proteins break down as something called amino acids. Like I said, there's some essential amino acids, amino acids come together and they form protein. So like when we're eating something with protein in it, that's just a mixture of some amino acids that are, that are in that food. Um, but our bodies are made out of amino acids. So our DNA that's made out of amino acids that come together. And that's what forms everything in our body, um, is amino acids. So our muscle tissue, um, our organ tissue, all this stuff are made out of protein. So this stuff always gets broken down. Um, and then our bodies has to eat. Um, they can either, again, make some of the proteins, manufacture them yourself, or we have to get them from our food the ones that are essential to be able to rebuild muscle tissue be able to rebuild you know ligaments all the all the different tissues that are made out of protein that's the the specific main reason why we need to need to be eating protein our immune systems are a protein called immunoglobulins that's a form of a protein so we need this this protein to be able to just r- continue to repair rebuild heal <coughs> our bodies yeah so i think
0: two most popular things people probably know about protein. Number one is that most protein in nature is coming from animal products. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yep. And kind of the second thing that maybe if you less people know about is kind of the role protein plays in <coughs> building of muscle, for example. And so, like, you're... Saying it's kind of like the bedrock of our body building anything, people kind of get that a little bit with understanding okay, I need you know a certain amount of protein to be able to create more muscle. Mm-hmm. Did you just ask me something? There? Well, m- maybe in line with like the animal products type of thing, is that the only place we're getting protein, or oh. how does that work?
1: No, I mean, there's plant based proteins that you can um get protein from so i mean whole grains have protein in them uh pea has protein in it um you know so there's there's definitely um non animal products mm-hmm. um forms of protein but then there's also egg protein there is beef protein there's um proteins that of course that come from chicken um and then there's what are called whey whey protein is found in dairy casein is another um, protein that's found in dairy. Um, so there's some proteins that are more helpful to us than than others. Some proteins are damaging to our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you have poor gut health specifically. Sure. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of different sources, but the majority of it is coming from from animal products. So they're going to be the most the most. Um, they're just going to have the, the kind of a complete. What's called a complete protein. So you've, maybe you've heard of incomplete. Incomplete proteins, Com- incomplete would be like eating beans. They're just going to have some of the amino acids. They're not going to have all so of you, them. So you, incomplete, you're talking about the, um, sorry, the, the profile of amino acids, of acids. That's, acids that's in it. Yep. So that's why a lot of times, if you are like a vegan or a vegetarian, they'll eat beans and rice together, because that'll complete the amount of the, the profile of amino acids that uh, that mm-hmm. our body requires. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say it's easier to get from mm-hmm. eating animal products. That's for Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Animal products. So that's protein.
0: How about fat? What is fat? Where does it come from? How do we get it? That type of stuff. Yep. (coughs)
1: Um, So fat is um, made up of fatty acids. So again, it gets broken down to an acid level. Um, So when we eat fat um, on, again, if there's plant-based fats like an avocado, um, or there is, or an olive, or there's um, the oils that come from those things, like olive oil, um, yeah, avocado oil, <laughs> nuts oils, um, <coughs> and then there's of course nuts and seeds also have mm-hmm. fat in them. Mm-hmm. But then there's also fat on animal products, just like there's fat in us because an animal is eating something and it's an energy store, so it stores very similar, like digestive system. Yeah, so it's going to store fat. Um, so we can get fat from, from eating animal products as, mm-hmm. as well. Um, but again, what, what fat primarily is for is, um, somewhat for, um, protection. So like we need fat around our organs for protection. Um, uh, we need fat in our bodies to keep us warm. Um, so just kind of be able to main homeostasis. We need a level of fat on our body. Um, but how most fat, or er, I guess, how do I say that? the fat that we see on people's bodies is not necessarily the level of fat that's that we is required for homeostasis that's uh-huh. in, in abundance it's over over what's typically required and the reason that gets there is not necessarily because I've eaten fat it's because I've eaten um really any type of storage molecule or energy molecule p- proteins or fats and our, our body can't utilize those for energy so if it can't utilize them right away It'll store it on our bodies, so that's whether you're eating too many carbohydrates or if you are actually even eating fat. Somehow, the the body's gonna try to use that mm-hmm. if it can. It's gonna store it. Yeah, so
0: very contextual on a day like today, the the fat for warmth thing. Totally true. Experi- <laughs> Experienced it, f- like for sure. Like I, I am way more sensitive now with however many percentage less body fat currently than i used to have like it feels so much colder than i ever remember it feeling when it's i mean it granted it's cold but like yeah that's real
1: yeah i mean there's some other things i don't think we can get into all the different stuff but um back to those micronutrients there's what's called fat-soluble micronutrients. So vitamin A, D, E, and K can't be absorbed by our body um, unless, there's the, unless they're in some sort of a fat source. Um, so our body has to be able to break down that mm-hmm. fat. Um, we have to, of course, eat it with the fat, um, or we're not going to be able to have mm-hmm. sufficient levels of those vitamins. Mm-hmm. So, But mainly it's storage. Ma- mainly how it gets on us is because you know, our body says, I want that, I'm going to store it. For mm-hmm. later use. So then,
0: let's hit let's k- hit carbohydrates, and then we'll kind of like mix between these. What are carbohydrates? Where do we find them?
1: Um. So <coughs> carbohydrates break down into small molecules. Eventually, gets to glucose, which is what we is a an energy source. So we can use that goes into again the energy pathway so if you remember any sort of science seventh grade science there's something called the krebs cycle Dude, I,
0: like multiple times in the past week i've thought about man i wish i could like go back to biology and, yeah. and that kind of stuff it's like <laughs> yeah if we had application right
1: it. we didn't have any application back then so right. we didn't care about it um but yeah so that's how we get to making making actual energy um So that's what happens to the actual carbohydrate. It gets broken down, used for energy or stored as fat on our body. Mm -hmm. Um, Where we're going to find carbohydrates is typically plant um, products. So vegetables have carbohydrates in them. Fruits have carbohydrates in them. Whole grains have carbohydrates in them. Um, You're not going to get carbohydrates from butter. You're not going to get a ton of carbohydrates from any sort of meat product, any sort of um, dairy product. You're going to get it mainly from the the plant-based
0: stuff. Yeah. So with all of these things there's a wide range of like stuff that we would call good fat, stuff that we would call bad fat, stuff we call good protein sources and not so good protein sources and I think carbohydrates is probably one of I guess it's hard to r- rank them but it seems like there's like the largest selection of Carbohydrates, like in nature, maybe.
1: Uh, <coughs> yeah, I mean, I guess because of what we've done it with industrialization and being able to pr- grow food, mm-hmm. then yeah, most of the food I guess we see out there is has carbohydrates in them. Sure. So, what,
0: like, what are some of the differences between, like, something like I've got some spinach and greens here and some cauliflower and say like a banana like what are what what's the nuance happening there between something that's plant-based it's primarily carbohydrates (coughs) you know what what are the differences there
1: yeah so there's basically the level of the amount of carbohydrate um, that is going to turn into glucose Mm -hmm. in our body compared to the amount of fiber um, and other nutrients that are in um, that food so if you'd like take kale kale is one of the most nutrient dense food so it has all these vitamins and minerals and, and other phytonutrients in it in high amounts and it has um, a lot of fiber so when our bodies actually break it down it's it's so it has some carbohydrate in it but when our bodies break it down that carbohydrate is very easily utilized for energy. Sure. It's never going to like spike our blood sugar where insulin has to get produced. And then we're going to store it. Like you could eat all the kale you want and your body's going to stop eating kale before you ever got to high blood sugar. It's mm-hmm. never going to, it's never going to do that. Yeah. Um, and why yeah. is it not doing that is because of how many nutrients are in it. So the body's using energy in a, in a way to, of course, to break it down, to get, access those nutrients, it also has the amount of fiber that kind of slows down the, how much you're actually taking, how much glucose, how much carbohydrate you're taking in. Um, So when we compare that to like a banana, banana also has vitamins, also has the minerals, it also has some fiber in it, but the amount of um, sugar content that's in that food is a lot higher. Mm -hmm. So that's why, that's when, if you're eating a bunch of bananas, of course, you are going to uh, spike blood sugar then now hormones have to react, which then you can get into problems of um storing instead of utilizing the energy. Mm-hmm. So as a as a general rule,
0: most fruit has kind of a higher sugar content. Mm-hmm. So while like fruit's primarily a carbohydrate, vegetables primarily a carbohydrate, like the one of the big differences there is that sugar content.
1: Mm-hmm
0: one thing I'm curious about, so when we look at something like grains, also primarily carbohydrate, but like pretty much zero sugar, correct?
1: Well, see, those <coughs> they're going to have, so starchiness or a sugar content, basically anything that's eventually going to break down in sugar. Okay. So it's not necessarily, you can't measure it and it's not going to have... Um, a ton of sugar in it, but what the body does with any sort of carbohydrate is it gets down to um, glucose eventually, right. um, so the basic form of sugar. So sugars can come together and make different forms um, of sugar, but it's always going to kind of get down to this most basic form before we can actually utilize it for energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so even whether it's a whole grain, or if it's a banana, if it's, again, even a, a sap, some form of a, a lettuce, um, it's always going to try to get down to sure so then how do you like how do you
0: personally look at something like fruit compared to something like grains are you more apt to like is do you see one as superior to the other or are they fairly similar like
1: beasts <laughs> uh well I guess there's some similarities to them they're both real food um okay so uh, i would say i'm i'm gonna i i would suggest somebody eat fruit or whole grains more so than eating sure um so non whole grains so baseline grains. baseline
0: it's never something that you're going to t- like demonize somebody for going after
1: right right um but I mean, that's also person to person. Some, some sure, people don't do sure. well with with grains, or some people I don't m- do well. Let me with put it this fruit. way: it's
0: not something you personally are going to go out of your way to avoid at all cost.
1: Right, right. But again, it just gets, gets the amount. Um, so if I'm just eating a whole meal of fruit, mm-hmm. that's real food, but it's also fruit, or it's also food that's high in one of those macronutrients, which is carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though you might be getting the nutrients and, um, the micronutrients that are there, you're still not only giving yourself a ton of carbohydrates, but you're also not giving yourself the protein and fat that is needed, um, to, to maintain a healthy body. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would, that's why in that CrossFit thing we talked about, um, it said said v- little fruit, right? Yeah. Some fruit, yeah. some fruit, very little starch, um, again not it's still a real food it's still something we can ingest but if we if we do it in abundance we're eating too much of that and depriving ourselves of other stuff mm-hmm. that is more important. Yeah. Um, for the body.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, we hit on it a little bit in last week's episode. But there's we need to have some sort of balance between these things. We're looking at weight loss and even when we're looking at health uh the more we can use fat for energy like you know there's definitely a a max out point there but on the scale we definitely want to be much further towards being able to use that fat for energy uh we we Talked a little bit about that balance, having, you know, that being the biggest portion of this pie, if we've got three, you can picture three sections here, that one being the biggest of the three. Um, like, what, is, what does that look like on a daily basis? What does is, what is breakfast, lunch, dinner, or however many meals you're eating in a day, whatever, like what... What what does somebody's plate look like during those meals?
1: Yeah. Um, Again, I think you can go back to uh, what the – to keep it simple, what CrossFit said. If you're eating meat and vegetables, so meat is going to have protein. It's going to have fat. Um, The vegetables, of course, are going to have the carbohydrates. Um, specifically because they also are filled with a bunch of micronutrients in those Mm -hmm. that you need. Um, So breakfast wise um, if you're a breakfast eater that's one of the most important times to have to stay away from carbohydrates which is the exact opposite of what everybody does. Um, Standard American diet, they're eating bagels they're eating donuts, they're eating oatmeal whatever, cereal with milk. Mm so reason being is because it's kind of how our body's designed and with other hormones, kind of this, this rhythm of how hormones work throughout the day is our bodies are, are a little bit insulin resistant um, in the morning. Yeah. Um, so if we're eating something that is high in carbohydrates, we're going to spike our blood sugar. And then, especially if it's something like a bagel or again, a ton of or if it's like a sugary cereal, spike our blood sugar insulin has to respond to grab a hold of that sugar and get it out of our blood. Otherwise, you know, it lead, leads to diabetes type symptoms. Um, but then now it's going to the cell. But if our cells are insulin resistant, it can't can't put them in. It can't put them in that cell. So it's either going to go back into the um, blood or the, again, the body's just going to store it mm-hmm. as a as a fat cell. Um, so we definitely don't want to be eating kind of carbohydrates in the morning. Not... When I first learned nutrition, I first started teaching nutrition. That's the opposite of even even when I was trying to teach somebody to be healthy. That's the opposite of what I taught. Um, what I taught people was getting back to the whole kind of calories in, calories out thing. Is if you're going to eat carbohydrates, eat them in the daytime because you would have all day long to burn them off. Sure. Stay away from it at night because if you eat them at night, now you go to sleep, and you're not your body's not able to to do. Um, sure utilize them. So they're just going to be stored. Sure. Um, now is again, the opposite insulin resistant in the morning, stay away from carbohydrates. If you're going to eat uh, even a meal with bigger carbohydrates, like a sweet potato, or if you're ever going to have any rice, um, even if you're going to actually eat something that you shouldn't be eating that's high in carbohydrates, doing that closer towards the night times is, is going to be the best time to to do it. Um, just because again, the hormone, um, rhythm that we have in our bodies, it's better to eat those carbohydrates, um, during that time. So you wake up and you know, you're, you're ready to, to go throughout the day, the right stress hormones and the insulin and everything that's mm-hmm. being produced is, uh, that's not going to affect that as much as opposed to when you're eating it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so fat protein. Um, so that's eggs. Eggs are the go-to right. typically. Um, for, for me, it's eggs. One of the, most perfect foods that you can eat <coughs> the right amount of protein right amount of fat has lots of um, other nutrients micronutrients in them um, of course you want to try to get that as clean as possible organic free range eggs mm-hmm. um, is what you want um, but you know other animal products whether that's a bacon sausage again clean versions of that um, if you're going to do a smoothie you can do lots of good fat in a smoothie whether it's coconut milk avocado um, you know other things that are going to nuts Seeds, nut butters yeah. Um, all of these things are going to have good fat. So, smoothies are huge. I mean, that's a that's a, that's a way of because um, again, that is one of the concerns when people will say start eating more fat is well, how do I get so much fat in my diet? Mm-hmm. Well, coconut is one of the most healthy fats that we can have. Um, so, coconut milk, coconut oil, coconut butter, mm-hmm. putting that in smoothies is a uh, is a good way to get that yep. that extra fat in there. Um, lunchtime again. So I'm okay with not people not even thinking about vegetables or that type of stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, having some sort of smoothie, maybe with a little bit of fruit for taste, but eggs, animal products, those are the main things that you wanna be doing in the morning, or just even some nuts, you know, because you don't need a huge meal in, in the morning anyway. And then when you get to lunchtime, <coughs> then that's when you're starting to add the vegetables and stuff in. So whether it's salad or sides of vegetables, but also some form of fat, some form of protein. Mm-hmm. Again, most likely animal products, whether that's a fish, meat, chicken, or beef, chicken, those type of things. And then the same thing at night, meat, vegetables. Um, that's when you can can add sweet potatoes. You can add some rice. You can add other, if you're going to eat whole grains, some whole grain bread, mm-hmm. those type of things. Yeah, so uh,
0: one thing I was going to ask you about, maybe it wasn't a super intentional decision, but your uh, lunch you just had right there. I'm assuming that was the first thing you
1: ate today. It was. Um, so you exercised at. Actually, I think I had some bites of my kids' breakfast. Oh, this yeah, morning. Yeah, that that, that happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you exercised at six o'clock. It was you know eleven or so, whatever. You had that, um, <clears throat> but it was rice and a bunch of, you know, like there's a healthy amount of fat mixed in there is that pork or something in there too
1: yeah it was just uh chicken thighs so a fattier piece of that meat um you know there's some different oils and stuff in there that add fat Mm -hmm. um i threw some olives in there as well to increase the fat and then one of the best things you can do if you need to increase fat is just throw some butter on top of whatever you're eating there was just a square of butter just sitting right in the middle <laughs> so that's yeah. a Kerrigo butter grass-fed butter um cultured butter um you can tell kind of just how the color of it you mm-hmm. know it's almost even orange orange type color a dark yellow as opposed to kind of the pale yellow that doesn't have much nutrients in it at all um yeah so I don't typically eat rice um my wife made some rice I think f- specifically for this chicken dish that she had for the um i think it might have been tonight i took it for lunch (laughs) i I was in a hurry um but yeah and and for again for for somebody like me who um, has developed habits where i'm eating clean Mm -hmm. um most of the time and i'm at a fitness level where my body is always utilizing energy i can handle you know things like rice um, but if somebody is trying to lose weight, then that's that's definitely not something they sure. want to do at lunchtime. Sure. Um, they would want to, if they're going to do a dish like that, you know, separate or substitute like a cauliflower rice mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. as opposed to a, a white rice <coughs> like I had in there. But also through some, we fermented some... Um, cayenne peppers or chili peppers or some type of pepper for like 30 days and it made a hot sauce out of it nice whatever the pepper is that you make Louisiana hot sauce out of I don't know what that is. I think it's cayenne um so I put that all over it and then turmeric um some other herbs basically if I'm gonna eat rice I'm trying to make it as anti-inflammatory as possible so I'm throwing in herbs that are anti-inflammatory like turmeric the butter's also anti-inflammatory so adding that to it the fermented um hot sauce is going to be anti-inflammatory. So. so
0: that's super interesting. How, we're way off in the weeds here, but how, so the the cultures that, it, like rice is a pretty traditional food. So thinking about like Greek food, thinking about like Asian stuff. So turmeric is something that you're going to see a lot in uh, <coughs> like Greek food paired with something like rice. Asian food is often a lot of peppers and spices and stuff in there, and like that that's like how those foods are typically you yeah. know, prepared,
1: yeah, that's right. yeah, they're cooking with a lot of spices and herbs right um as opposed to like m s g and <laughs> different stuff we use here <laughs> or even the Asian um, places here Ameri- to MSG. american Chinese
0: <laughs> yeah that's funny we had our we had that Food we had last night was supposed to be like an American theme, and I'm looking on the internet like what like what is considered American food, and then one of the things popped up is American Chinese food <laughs> fried chicken and <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah.
1: oh, yeah, I mean, so that was just kind of generally what you could do I mean again, I've never done any sort of tracking like oh, that's what I was going to ask you yeah.
0: yeah have you have you ever done a longer?
1: I've tried to do like tracking of like how much, how many carbs, how many protein, how much protein, I'm, how much fat I'm eating, but it's just so hard for me. I'd rather just, I'd almost rather not eat than do all that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a pain. And, it, and the reason I was doing it is not because, again, weight loss or anything. I, I, for just because of how much I work out, I thought maybe that I was not giving myself enough calories. So, if anything, I would have had to add more butter to my stuff or <laughs> whatever else I was gonna add. Um, or maybe add a, add a meal, mm-hmm. um, to what I was doing, but yeah, that's hard to do. So, I mean, if you feel like if you're that type of person that can, has the, the time and the resources to be able to do that, I highly suggest doing that. I mean, that's good to do, but yeah. all, if it's going <clears> to <throat> stress you out, then I would say absolutely not. Just of course, you're going to eat real food. To know generally kind of what are carbs, what are proteins, what are fats, get foods that are higher in the fat. Um, For sure. So that means like not eating lean, like don't get the 97.3 meat or whatever. Sure. Or don't eat just a white chicken breast with no fat on it. Mm -hmm. Like that's, everybody thinks again that that's the the healthy thing to do because of the whole, everybody thought fat was bad. So, uh, sorry, continue. Yeah, I was just saying eat the fattier cuts of meat. Um, It's more important to have the cleaner meats so that you can eat the fattier cuts of meat as opposed to, you know, trying to get the leanest beef possible because most of the people that are saying how lean their beef is, that's conventionally raised meat anyway, and it's not gonna be healthy for you regardless of how lean it actually is. Fair. So. Um <clears throat> so I have
0: probably once a year for the past four or five years, um done like, you know, maybe a month at a time emerging three and six weeks like tracked i've done weighing and measuring like that kind of stuff and so for starters yes it's a huge commitment uh becomes a pain in the butt becomes very like when when you're super committed to it it's like a nightmare if you're like out to eat or something, and yeah. like you know, I, I'm not gonna take this stuff and bring my little food scale and <laughs> all that kind of crap. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it definitely becomes way overwhelming. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but so one of the things that I, you're talking about the chicken breast thing, one of the reasons why, like, especially in kind of like the even s- still in like the bodybuilding community. They might understand macronutrients but <coughs> avoid fat still because it's it is more dense per gram than any of the than like the most of the three. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you're looking at eating volume of food, it like you a handful of almonds is like three bags of spinach, you know. Yeah. So I think that's where, especially when we're looking at weight loss, people are like, "Oh, I want to steer clear of fat because it's so dense and so like so much in like a smaller volume." Yeah. But kind of comparing those two things, and like looking at the type of recommendations you made, it's like we can like the so the best carbohydrate sources we can get. Are things that like are not very dense, and you can eat super high volume of mm-hmm. so then so you know having decent protein source, having a good fat source, and then making your volume in vegetables, I think we said at one point it's like the one thing that almost every everybody who has an opinion on diet agrees on is eat as many vegetables as you want, you know. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, non-starchy vegetables. So that's your, yeah. you know, the broccoli, kale, all the, the lettuces, and mm-hmm. peppers, onions, those type of things. Yeah, eat those in abundance.
0: Yeah, uh, cool. There's, we'll get into this again at some point, but <sighs> how those things affect performance? That's something we should. Here we go. This is on the record. We should. We should do some sort of figure out some sort of test to like see how uh, you know perf- go over like the you know typical understanding of how m- macronutrients affect performance and test some things because there's some some big ideas between carbohydrates and fat and yeah. You know, that all is. So, that's coming in the future. I don't know when. Maybe soon. But, anyway. Cool. Thank you, as always. Brought to you by Great River Family Chiropractic. You can receive a free chiropractic consultation just by visiting greatriverfamilychiropractic.com slash restoringhuman. Put your info in there, and you will receive a phone call or email or whatever. Whatever information you give,
1: you'll get back. Okay. There you go. Peace. Peace out.